a surprise move from Vancouver Council last night. Rather than talking about a property tax hike and passing it next week, as expected, they talked about it, presented it, and passed it. So many residents are just finding out this morning that a 10.7% property tax hike is a done deal. In the words of Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim, which we just heard, it sucks. It does. Especially after campaigning on unsustainable property tax increases under previous mayors. So what has changed? Where is this money going? Why is it so needed? Well, joining us now is ABC Vancouver Councillor Sarah Kirby-Young. Thanks for being with us this morning. Good morning, Simi. Thanks for having me. Okay, th- and thanks for being here. So how did this get moved up a week? Like, why did this get voted on last night? Yeah, well, Council, um, there's a whole process to the budget. I think we got the first budget outlook uh, midsummer last year, um, and then the original draft budget was tabled in October. Uh, this new Council decided to take its time uh, with the budget so that we could delve into it. Um, then there's, you know, public engagement surveys that happen. We heard from about 50, 40, 45 speakers yesterday. Um, and then uh, council felt that it had all the information and the inputs that it needed um, and wanted to move it forward. We do have a statutory responsibility to get this budget moving. And um, the city has been working on a provisional budget for the first quarter because we wanted more time to delve into it. So it just got moved forward, voted on, and it's it's done now? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the debate and decision was completed last night. Okay, and where is this money going? Why is it even higher than that 9% number we were hearing about before? Well, what we found when we, if you use the analogy of a ship, uh, the city of Vancouver is like a big ship and it takes time to change direction. Um, And this is really about riding the ship. Um, And so we're moving forward on trying to align the spending with what we heard from Vancouverites was really important to them. And that was things like public safety. For example, you also saw us make an additional investment in Vancouver Fire and Rescue um, to ensure we have the appropriate number of firefighters. They have been shorted Um, in the same way we've made an investment in mental health services alongside the DPD. Um, and there were some really significant pressures, and you've heard them with respect to inflation and infrastructure. Uh, at the same time, it's taking more time to identify those efficiencies and put them in place that we know Vancouver rights expect us to do so that we're using their money responsibly. Um, this was not an easy decision at all um, and not something we take lightly uh, when you're passing on these costs to residents um, and to the small businesses in our city. Um, but it was one that we had to take in order to move this forward. I think that is the question about efficiencies there is one that I've been getting from quite a few people this morning. So what is the process for identifying efficiencies? And is any of that work going to still be done? Like where can we cut so that we mitigate some of this cost to to residents? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That work is still going to be done. Some of the initial work that was done for this budget um, includes holding vacancies at up to 2%. We've reviewed a number of external leases in terms of uh, city offices and space and um, reduced the number of the space and uh, costs related there. Um, So there's been a number of measures, uh, frozen discretionary expenses, for example. Um, All those pieces have remained in place. Um, and we'll continue to do additional work. I think moving forward, it's about identifying new revenue sources for the city, uh, additional uh, efficiencies that can be gained through things like investment in technology that's less reliant on people so that processes can be more efficient. Um, and those, as I said, those things take time. We've been in office for 100 days. So um, this is about riding the ship and it's turning slowly, but this is an unprecedented tax increase and it's not something that uh, should become the norm. And so we've got a lot of work cut out for us to ensure that we can bring some reasonable tax um, levels back in future years to Vancouver. So what do you, how does that work unfold, do you think, over the next year? What You've got this 10.7% increase now, but don't want to come back a year later and find out it's something similar. 
Yeah, uh, and we, we're already working towards that. Um, that's very much on our mind. And we signaled that in the budget last night that we wanted staff to look at additional revenue opportunities and identified what some of those are. What we've heard from Vancouver Rights is they want their taxes to be reasonable, but they also um, are happy with paying with fees for service. So making sure that we have cost recovery and fees like business licenses, um, a whole host of things across the board. We're also seeing um, some unprecedented investment from uh, the provincial government with their budget coming out. Uh, that can help to alleviate some of the spending that the city has had to do. So there'll be a number of uh, conversations and work going on, but this is something that we take seriously um, and we're working towards. What I've heard a lot from Vancouverites is not just the affordability piece, but they wanted to feel like they're getting value for the money that's spent and it's being spent on the things that matter to them. And so people are going to see additional pot walk, uh, pot, pothole repair, I should say, in street crews out there. They're going to see additional investment in horticulture, Um, They're going to see additional investment in cleaning up public plazas and spaces, supporting library staff uh, to keep libraries um, great places for people to be. All those things that enhance quality of life and livability um, and that people feel have been neglected over a period of years. And they were neglected because we saw artificially low level of property taxes for about a decade at 2%. um, And the pace has outstripped it. And what you see as a result is the neglected um, city when people I don't feel like my city feels loved anymore um, and it doesn't feel like it's it's taken care of and the maintenance is there. So we put an additional investment into cleaning, things like that. Um, the infrastructure piece in terms of um, the additional 1% that goes to infrastructure is because we do have that infrastructure deficit. It's why you see things like the side of the aquatic centre falling off um, and we can't ignore that anymore. Um, the mayor had used the analogy of the house and the roof is leaking. If you don't fix the roof, um, then the foundation is going to get damaged and it's going to cost even more later on. And do you think people will be understanding of this or what kind of reaction have you been getting, even from the 9.7% that was initially floated? Um, I think we're being really direct and really straight up about what the challenges and the issues are. I have um, I'm out in the community a lot. Um, and over the last week, I've been speaking about these challenges in media and community. And I've had a lot of people that come up to me that said, it's, you know, I'd rather not have such a, a significant tax increase, but I get it and I understand it. And at least you're, you guys are being transparent and you're telling us what it's going to be spent on. Um, and I think that that's what people elected us to do. So, um, we, as I said, we've still got work ahead of us and we don't take this lightly at all. Um, but it is, I think, about investing in the right things that were underfunded previously. Right. So do you think that's the key then? So that if people see that, oh, look how quickly that road got fixed or there's more infrastructure repair happening, that people need to see the results? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, things like snow removal. Um, you know, ironically, we were making sure that we actually had a budgeted line item yesterday for snow removal while there was a snowstorm happening in the morning and council was hearing some speakers on the budget. Um, and people want to know that they're paying their taxes, but the roads will get cleared um, and garbage will get picked up and potholes will be fixed. Um, and those are that's really important to regain that trust from residents. How much work is in being done, Councillor Kirby Young, behind the scenes in terms of kind of turning things over, going through every item and just trying to find out how things can be done better? I can tell you there's a significant amount of work. Uh, We set up uh, a number of different meetings where we met with heads from each department and walked through um, really bringing um, both the, you know, returning and the new councillors up to date on what the different cost centres are in the departments, the sources of funding, what the spending is, um, where those programs are coming from. So there's a huge engagement going on between staff. Um, and between the council. And I think that you see it reflected in the budget um, with a commitment from staff and it was built right into the report around the need to identify those efficiencies and find those revenue opportunities. Um, And so I think we've been very clear that this isn't a trajectory that we want to continue. 
Um, and I think staff have heard that, and they are working with us to try to find some of those efficiencies as we move forward. Oh, well, thank you very much for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me. That is Sarah Kirby-Young, ABC Vancouver City Councilor, talking about property tax increase passed at Council last night, 10.7% of an increase. That is huge. That is actually 1% more than had been expected. And they said that 1% is going for additional infrastructure renewal. Uh, They're also uh, replenishing the reserve for financial sustainability. There's more money for the police department services. And 5.7% funding for across all city services. Uh, So there's a lot in here. And I know that's a lot for Vancouver residents to digest because that is a huge increase, right? But are you okay with it if, as Councillor Kirby Young says, it's going to go towards visibly improving city services and what you see out there in the city? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.